No, no. The soothing sound. I'm against of it. A gentle fidget spinner. I hate it. A gift from my my father. Oh, I hate it. It's a family heirloom now. Oh, no. Yeah. It'll be in a museum with a pog and a slap bracelet at some point. Pogs were cool, though. I love pogs. I still have mine. Get your hands on a nice slammer. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I had a slammer that had, like, two little spots for your fingers. Ooh. Like, in case you don't know how to hold this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's how. Yeah. Well, that seems... Rather Seems insulting. Kind of insane, but yeah. Sure. But at the same time, it was really cool. Yeah. And I loved it. I remember, too, before knowing that this was what it was, I had, like, the majority, I, I'm, I'm going to say 75% of my pogs were Grateful Dead themed without me knowing. <laughs> that makes, I mean, I didn't, I thought you liked the Grateful Dead, but probably not till later. Probably in, not like, in high school. Grade. Yeah. But when I was collecting pogs, I was, like, a, I was a straight 10 years old. Our family had um, pogs made for the cartoons, for the Aww. comics that my dad does. That's yeah. so fun. We Do you still, still have, have any? Some I want them. The house. I and want them for my collection. you can find them on eBay. Look up high and lowest pogs. And then buy them. Buy them. Or don't. I don't care. None all of the money goes to us. <laughs> all proceeds go directly into... Whoever's selling them on whoever eBay. Whoever's selling them on eBay. You'll love them. Pogs. Why not? That was the slogan. I know. You'll love them, Pogs. Remember Why not? Skip it? Yeah. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. It's skip hard. Skip it. I remember being very proud of myself For of how good it? I was at skip it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I was good at that either. I, mean, I was like, so good at it. In addition to being bad at yo-yos, I was not good at skip it. But I really hurt myself, like, on a daily basis. It's just like a weight on a tether that you... That you swing around with. It's with just like an ankle The motion whip of your foot. Yeah. That you're hitting yourself on the opposite angle with constantly. You're daring yourself to not get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it did wonders for my hip, for my hip <laughs> joints. I don't think so. I don't I'm think the sure hip's supposed to move that way. I'm sure there are kids out there who, like, tripped themselves and got really injured. Oh, yeah. Like, hit yeah. their heads. And then Patrick, like, almost hers. died on his Razor scooter. <laughs> oh, I'm those sure. are death traps. Yeah. They spin yeah. around and get you in the ankle. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that was a trick people used to do. Yeah. And I tried it once, and just my I just bled. They're just heavy metal yeah. bars, and you'll just explode your ankle. Anyway, we're super old, is the thing. And I'd like to take this opportunity to say that if you're listening to this podcast today, yesterday was Robin's birthday. Woo! Happy birthday, Robin! Robin. Thank you so much. I would also like to say that Stephanie's birthday, by the time of this, Stop. is will be within a month. Will be within a month. Yeah. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. We're both Leos, in case you didn't know. Yes. Um, wonderful lions, <laughs> obsessed with splendor. Uh, so luxury. I'm yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gold. Furs. Not like furs, but like fur having furs. fur. Like we wish we had fur. Oh no, not for N- me. Not you. Okay. No. <laughs> that's fine. Um, anything, like, ornate. Oh, yeah. A jewel. Oh, I covet a jewel. A coveted jewel. A crown. Mm-hmm. I have a Pinterest just for crowns. Really? I do. Oh. I do. Tiara's crowns. Anything that I can adorn my head with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. I want it. They have that one that's, like, just crystal shards. <gasps> like, one big shard. Then it, like, depreciates. That's like an evil queen crown. Is it? I don't know. Fine. Call like me it. evil. Because I love it. <laughs> I feel like we have stuff to check in with because we haven't 
we haven't done like a straight up pod in a while. Sure. Without a guest, without a theme. Well, have we mentioned yet that this is that's the spirit? Welcome everyone. Oh, haha, yeah. That's that's hey true. This is that's the spirit. Woo! That's Robin. Here we Steph. are. Here we are again, just living life and uh trying to beat the heat. It's really hot in New York. I haven't this left week. the house today. Oh, it's horrible. So I'm taking I had to walk through it. a religious Italian fair, which I should feel at home in. I love that fair. It's really fun. I feel at home but in the carnies. Like the the meat stands are There's so warm. There's a lot warm of meat smell and that, like, like hot onions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, like, I want to eat them, but it's also too warm to stand in line. So. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to touch base with all of our emailers. Ooh. People have emailed in wonderful yes, stories because we haven't heard from them in a while. So uh, we have an old email from our pal Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve, who was on our last pod, if you may remember. Or maybe the second of last. I don't know when he was on. But Steve is he the emailed us. photographer. Photographer. Mm-hmm. Well done. Thanks. Um, he sent us an email titled Pirate Head Haunting. And I'll read it to you, Robin. It goes like this. When I was a little, maybe six or so, so he probably met little boy. When I was a little. No one knows. Maybe six or so. One of my brothers had made a life-size pirate head out of paper mache. As you do. Ambitious. It had a red bandana, a beard around its grin, and of course, <laughs> an eye patch. One day I was alone in the basement with the pirate head, and curiosity got the better of me. I needed to know what it was like on the other side Uh of the eye patch. So I went over to it and tried to lift the patch. It was glued down, so it wouldn't budge, but I was determined, so I gently continued to pull until it started to release from the glue. I pulled the patch up about halfway when I saw the gaping hole it was concealing. It was a mess of glue and unidentifiable newspaper, but to me... It was rotten skin. Oh, no. <laughs> of course. Bone and the gooey remains of a deflated eyeball. It freaked me the Oof. fuck out, so I slammed the eye patch down and left the basement. Sure, Steve. Unfortunately Trauma. for me, my room was in the basement with this no. pirate head I was now afraid of. Steve, did you live in the basement of your house? Steve was Harry Pottered for most of oh, his life. Oh, no. Uh, Steve, That's are you okay? Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> a few weeks after the incident. I woke up in the early morning, a single ray of light shining onto the floor of the basement, coming from the round level window at the far end of the room. I saw, silhouetted on the ground in the middle of the room, the pirate head, a place it should not have been. Its mouth was smacking as if it was trying to talk, but since it had no lungs and no vocal cords, no words were coming out. (laughs) I laid in bed frozen with fear as it continued to wetly try to speak. It was moving slightly as if it was trying to rock forward and roll towards me. Then suddenly the whole thing shifted and moved. Legs sprouted from the bottom. A smaller head poked out of its left side and a long tail from its right. I must have gasped because it's a new head looked right at me and stared. This is when I realized it was my cat, Max, who'd been licking his butthole in the middle of the room. (laughs) Wow. Good haunting, Steve. Steve. <laughs> wow. Beautiful. I mean, well unexpected. written. Yeah. I definitely have scared myself into thinking that something was a haunted thing, but it's just like a bird or Oh, I do it a all plant. the time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, anytime I'm alone in this house, if 
any pretty much any noise happens that I haven't created, I'm immediately like, this is it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so we have one more that I'm going to read today from our friend Megan. Hi, Hello. Megan. All right, she starts off. Okay, so I'm a bit behind on the podcast. Unacceptable. Totally fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just opposite thing. Listen to the episode where you did the South Shields Poltergeist. Yeah. One of our earlier ones of like, we've done like nine total, so all of these are even. early ones. And completely freaked out because I lived across the river in North Shields for years and had never heard of this. What? Well, Megan, you heard of it now. Girl. Naturally, I sent a fangirling message to Steph, me, and also decided <laughs> that I was definitely telling you my ghost stories today. Yes. Sorry about the spam stuff. Megan never stopped not emailing apologize. me about um, about ghosts. Yeah, keep none coming. of you stop emailing us. Um, the first one is from when I was a freshman at Tulane. It's New Orleans, so it's haunted as that. She wrote AF, but that's what the kids use now. Yeah. The dorm that I was living in was rumored to be the old hospital. Sidebar, at no point did any of us ever research or fact check Ugh. anything because why ruin the magic? Old yeah. hospital! Oh, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, like, but also we don't uh, research or fact check anything either, so don't worry. I definitely made sure this house had no documented dead people in it. Sure. Like, people who died, not dead people in it. But mm-hmm. Go on. It's pretty easy to tell if there's a dead person inside. And she writes, there were a bunch of weird things that happened over the course of the year. One time, I had cut up a t-shirt in an effort to be awesome, haven't we all? Yeah. And tossed the scraps in the waste paper basket and took a nap. Sounds like a great day. During my nap, I woke up because my roommate came back and I pretended to still be asleep. I was facing the wall and opened my eyes enough to see her shadow as she walked by me, but didn't say anything or roll over and fell back asleep. A little while later... She came back in the room again, and I said I hadn't heard her leave when she came in the first time. She looked at me really confused and said she hadn't been in the room all day. And I sat up and saw the pile of t-shirt scraps that had been in the trash lying in a pile next to my bed. No! Wow. (gasps) That's not the big one. Stop. So school year ends. Everyone moves out apart from me because I'm staying behind for RA training. There's just me and a couple other people scattered around the building, but it's basically empty. You mean the abandoned hospital? Oh, yeah. It's basically <laughs> Sorry, not empty. Abandoned, former. Former abandoned hospital. The thing about this dorm that kind of fed into the hospital story was that <laughs> there were parts of it that were really weird, specifically the top floor, which we called the deep. Oh. It's asking okay. for trouble. Yeah. The deep is arranged really strangely. You can only access it from a couple of staircases that lead you into the bathrooms. What? What? Wait. The deep is arranged really strangely. You can only access oh, it through staircases through a couple in the of staircases that lead you into the bathrooms. Okay. So you have to enter through the bathroom. I think it's that the staircases lead eventually to the bathroom, but there's like a, another like staircase, like a door on the staircase that you can take to the deep. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah. Megan, tell sense. us what it know. is. It'd be crazy if you had to go into the bathroom and that's the only way to the top floor of the building. I would just c- claim ownership of that floor and be like, this floor-wide bathroom is my home. We just should have kept reading because obviously she explains. Oh. <laughs> you go through the bathrooms. Oh, come on! <laughs> and then into a shared common room. And the bedrooms are off of that. This was meant to be the old psychiatric <gasps> ward. Hell no! Hence but the minimal also, access. Yeah. Yes. 
and it was connected by a stairwell to my hallway, which was rumored to be old surgical floor. Oh. Megan. Wow. I think because we had a tiled floor, at no point did any of us go see if maybe the other halls had tiles. Because, again, why spoil it? Yeah, we know because of the tiles in Sasha's story, mm-hmm. that was the sick room. It's, it's, I, like, yeah, the idea of being like, I wow. wonder why they had to, like, waterproof the floors here. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I guess, like, why is there, like, a drain in the middle yeah, of the floor? Yeah, why does it kind of slope down towards oh, the drain man. so that it's easier it for the like liquid blood. to go in? So she goes, she says, that staircase was meant to be haunted by the spirit of a girl who had kept, who had been kept in the deep and committed suicide by throwing herself down the stairs. Oh, no. Oh, no. One night I came home, go to the bathroom to shower and brush my teeth, and I see a girl standing in the stairwell. Mm -mm. She's on the other side of a closed door that has a little window in it, and she's standing maybe half a foot away from the glass so I don't get a good look at her. But I figure she's on her phone or something, and I go into my room and go to sleep. The next night, same thing, same bedtime routine, same girl, same position, standing in the stairwell looking at me through this little window. I get a better look at her this time, enough to see she's probably about my age, dark hair, dark eyes, really pale skin. I think I, like, nodded or waved or something and went to my room. This happens every night. For a few nights before it dawns on me that she doesn't say anything, doesn't appear to have a phone in her hand. She never moves in any way. Why would she need the privacy of a stairwell to take a call when there's like three people in the building? So this all begins to feel weird. The next night I see her again, same position, not moving, just looking. And I stop and look at her through the window. We're staring at each other for a few seconds before she leans forward to press her face to the glass. I ran into my room, grabbed my purse, ran out of the building, and stayed with a friend that night. (laughs) Good call. Megan ends ends the email with, enjoy! Exclamation mark. Oh my god, dude. Woo! Insane! (gasps) That's uh, incredible. Megan. Oh. At first I was like, this ghost is your friend, but nah. No. It was waiting for the opportune moment to strike. (laughs) Oh my god. The idea of just oh, swishing your face into glass, no. being like, mm-hmm, here I come. Or like, I know you see me. Yeah, being like, now you can't ever unsee me. Oh, wow. Wow. I wonder if Megan, like, went back at her. I mean, I wouldn't at some point, I'm sh- I feel like she probably had to go back. <laughs> Maybe, like, in the day. And then also to live there, because it was her dorm, right? I would have just switched dorms. Well, sometimes it's not that easy. As we've learned... Even if your house is haunted, it's really hard to move. Yeah, Rosa. Yeah. The demon grandma and her family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They did eventually move, though. Yeah. I feel like at some point, you know, it's but so uncommon. Dorm, you're like, you've yeah. got a set amount of time you're there. It's temporary. You're right, you're right. But still, I don't think that I, I don't know what I would do. I'm so scared of the idea of, like, having a ghost permanently <laughs> near me. You know, I say this all... You live in a haunted house. And I do. Yes, I do. So I don't know why I'm so, I'm like, Megan, don't go back there. Because I'm, I like, it's yeah. forever. You know. It's Last hard, night. It's hard to admit the truth to yourself. Oh, yeah. That your house is riddled with ghosts. It's, I mean, some people just don't like hearing about it. Last night we were at this party and Tommy, my brother, was there. And he and I start starting on how haunted we are. And like <laughs> half the people were like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> 
And we just won't stop. Can you briefly describe the mirror with a portrait? <gasps> yeah. We can even also, we can Instagram these, yeah. these photos. But I'll just, this is one of the coolest hauntings in my house. <laughs> my mom brought home a set of three mirrors. And they were all round. And they all had the backing on them that an old mirror should, which is like parchment paper glued around mm-hmm. the back of it. Um, well, except for one of them had that ripped away and it had a cardboard backing set um, and kept in it with little nails. Mm-hmm. And I said to my mom, wouldn't it be funny if there was just like a creepy photo behind it would be that? so, so funny. <laughs> it, wouldn't it be like funny? And she was like, huh, yeah, it would be. And then we were like, we should check. So we undid the nails and we took back the cardboard and there was a photo <laughs> so scary of a, like a full on old timey old ass family, family portrait. portrait of none of them are smiling no it's like a the man girl, and a woman the girl's and, forehead is 10 inches high yeah the forehead's 10 inches high she, there's something wrong with her. The sun looks like he wants to kill us all. Yeah, he's like glowing coals for eyes. Oh my god, it's not good. It's and so spooky. Even if the portrait was like a nice, happy family smiling, why did they put it? Why did they rip away yeah, the backing isn't right. of a mirror? You don't just do that. Put it facing out so that if you're looking in the mirror, it's staring right back at you. So needless Anytime to say, you look in that mirror, they're all watching you. Yeah. I mean, I, I just started screaming the word no shit. over and over and over yeah. again as my mom laughed because so nothing bothers her. And we we put the mirror in a, in a uh, I think it's in a drawer. It's it's certainly not on the it's wall. It's only getting more haunted, like a bottle of wine. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, well-aged Richer haunt. with age, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's cool. I'll Ooh. share pictures of that with you guys because it's really insane. It is really, really crazy. Um, and top so haunt. scary. So cool. It's like a tin type. Yeah, I love I it. Know. It's great. I love it so much. Do you have a ghost? I do. This um, episode, we're just doing, we're doing, you know, our favorite ghosts of the week. We're doing some ghosts that we like. We're just doing some ghosts we like. All right. Let me pull up my ghost. Do-do-do-do. Okay, so I'm going to be talking today about the Joshua Ward house in good old Salem, Massachusetts. <gasps> oh, my lord. Okay. So picture like a square brick house. I love that. Very quaint. Uh, This home was built in 1784. It was one of Salem's first brick houses. George Washington specifically requested to stay there when he visited Salem in 1789. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was like a very well-respected, beautiful home. Do you know how many rooms? Um... No, I was going to make up a number just by <laughs> guesstimate my memory of the outside, but no, I have no idea. Um, it's been used as a tavern and a hotel, but most notably, the land and foundation of the home is located on the site, historically linked to the Salem Witch Tribe. <gasps> so, Joshua Ward was a retired sea captain turned merchant who built this mansion on the land that was once where the infamous sheriff, George Corwin had his house slash jail in the 1680s. Stop right there. I just remember I've been to this house. Really? Yeah. When? I've been to Salem like three times. Oh, shit. And now I'm just remembering, because it doesn't look like that now. It's oh, got really? many additions, I think. Oh, okay. But 
Yeah, I've totally been there. Oh shit! But I don't. I don't know anything about it. Well, you gonna learn today. Thank you. Um, so Sheriff George Corwin is famous for being one of the most notorious interrogators and witch killers in American <gasps> history. That's just, I mean, he's just a, a woman murderer. Yeah, so. just a, and, and yeah. men though, and men, oh, which is in Warlocks. Oh, yeah. He right. was nicknamed the Strangler. <laughs> During the Salem witch trials of the late 1600s, he would interrogate suspected witches and warlocks and then carry out their death sentences and executions. A total of 19 people, men and women, were executed under his watch, all hung by the neck and strangled to death, hence his nickname. He was terrible. He derived a sadistic joy from torturing and interrogating suspected witches and loved coming up with new horrible ways to cause them pain. Oh, man. Yeah. So his supposed favorite way to get accused witches to talk was to tie their necks to their ankles until they would hemorrhage from their noses. <gasps> like, he would leave them tied up and, like, tighten it. Like hog tie. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, with your face. Yep, with your face until you bled out of your face. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. On more than one occasion, uh, suspected witches and warlocks were crushed to death by the piling on of rocks in an attempt to force a confession. Yeah. This metho- method was referred to as being pressed to death. Yeah, I, this one I know about because mm-hmm. whenever Tommy and Patrick would pile on me, I'd be like, yeah. "Don't press, press me to death." You're being pressed to death. I'm not a witch. Salem lore holds that Corwin would strangle his victims until they were ble- bleeding from their mouths and their eyes nearly popped out of their skulls. Oh my god! Yeah, he was super fucked up. I thought that was only a cartoon thing. Yeah, no, it really happened. Apparently, you can strangle somebody. You can hate and strangle a witch so hard that her eyes come out. Oh, my God. So the tortured accused, being already accused of witchcraft and whatnot, would often curse their accusers, especially Sheriff Corwin. Sure. Totally deserved it. I would do it. Um, He actually didn't live much longer after the trials ended. He died of a heart attack in 1697. Tragically did not die by torturing or eyes popping out until he bled. (sighs) But whatever. His body was stored in the basement of the house, um, partially because it was winter and they yeah, yeah. couldn't dig a grave, but mostly because his family knew that he was so widely hated that his body would be immediately like desecrated and dismembered oh my God. if they buried it in public. What time? What, this was around the 1700s? Like right at, it, this was 1697, yeah. Okay. Because right around this time too, grave robbing was a big thing because they needed bodies mm-hmm. to use for cadavers oh so i mean that could have been i don't know if that played into like wealthy people burying their dead relatives in like public graves as much as this guy who seems like a special case because he's an asshole yeah i think like in the community he was so hated that they were like no we can't like let this happen. People are going to well, destroy him. he shouldn't him. rest in peace. Fuck this guy. No, for sure. Um, he's, he was buried in the basement for a very long time, and then Ugh. eventually, I guess when people slowly forgot how much they hated him, he was moved to a cemetery. Now this beautiful brick home stands on the land. Gorgeous. But there are several ghosts in the building. As sure. you could imagine. Yeah. Um, is one of them his? Well, let me tell you. Oh. So the most famous one is the spirit of a woman thought to be one of Corwin's unjustly executed victims. 
To be clear, they were all yeah, unjustly. Of course. Executed. But yes. But one she of the bad is ones. a witch ghost. <laughs> she's described as having long, wild black hair and roams the hallways of the building. Oh, she's my type. I've seen this photo of her. There is a famous photo um, that a realtor who was visiting took one afternoon, standing in the hallway of the mansion. She straight up looks like the Babadook without oh. a hat on. It's so scary. I'm looking it up. Yeah, look it up right now. Do keep going. Wait, um, what should I Google? Uh, Joshua Wardhouse ghost woman. Okay. But, uh, yeah, she's said to be violently angry and very malevolent. Um, I would be, too. Yeah, and she just roams the halls. Uh, another falsely accused victim of being a warlock, Giles Corey, oh. was tortured and killed by the aforementioned rock pile crushing. <gasps> yeah. Sorry, I just saw this picture. I know, dude. This is the Scariest thing I've seen. That's a a ghost witch. Or witch ghost. I don't know. Oh my god. It looks like... It it, it looks like when when people paper, like, stuff um, clothes with newspaper for Mm -hmm. Halloween and then put a pumpkin on the head. (laughs) Only... And, like, a crazy old wig that's, like, been tumbling around in the basement. Only she's standing upright on her own accord. She's standing up and looking at the camera, and you can see her hands, and, like... You can... I mean, maybe I'm imagining it, but it looks like she's got eye hollows and, like, the sunken cheeks of a skull and, like, a mouth and nostrils. so scary. Well... That's good. You guys should all Oof. look that up. Yeah, look it up for sure. Anyway. I'll use it uh, in a in an Instagram yes, thing. Yes, please do. Um, so, poor Giles Corey, uh, pressed to death. Love that name. I know. He's a good guy, I think. Supposed warlock, whatever. His ghost is uh, also said to still inhabit the home, the result of him openly cursing the sheriff right as he was dying. With his last remaining breath. boy. He, uh... What's his name? Corwin was piling on more rocks and trying to get a confession, and Giles Corey demanded more weight and then died. Oh, yes. He refused to confess to anything and was like, give me more weight. Fuck you. And then died. Yes. Um, He's said to be the cause of books flying off shelves, rooms found trashed, uh, candles mysteriously having been fully melted despite never being lit. So people would come back to their rooms and, like, a giant pillar candle would just be a puddle of wax. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that could just happen if it was warm. Because it was made out of lard back in the day. I think this is current day people are finding this stuff still. Oh, certainly we've engineered candles better than that by now. <laughs> you would think. Um, but yeah, so he's known for just regular, old, good old ghost disturbances in the house. I and like him. Yeah, he's a good guy. More weight. And fucking Sheriff George. His ghost is also said to linger in the Ugh. building. Um, yeah, for the past couple of decades, people staying in the house would report being choked by an unseen entity. So he's still fucking strangling still from beyond the it. grave. And just, just can't get enough. And, like, if anything is proof that this guy was just arbitrarily choking people, it's, it's the that fact that... ghost can't stop choking. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone. It doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter It doesn't have who. to be almost a anybody. witch. Yeah. It can be just any can old be guest. Uh, well, I guess what? The house is now a public hotel, so we can stay there and see that witch ghost that looks like the Babadook. Done. We're doing it. All right. We're definitely doing it. Yeah. I mean, I've been there when I lived in Boston for my undergrad. I would go, like, every October time. Yeah. To go just check it out. And it's, I mean, it's kind of, like, hokey during Halloween. I don't care. But I really want to go. I mean, we we're, we can go. I've seen Hocus Pocus. Yeah, who hasn't? I'm ready. Among us. Um, 
It's fun, and it's really old. Yeah. We should do a whole Boston episode because that place is so haunted. Robin, I hesitate to even bring up the truly haunted place that you know that I lived in because of what happened there. Wait, remind me. My first apartment in Boston. <gasps> oh. I think it's too sad. I don't think we can talk about it. I mean, it's worth telling the story briefly. <laughs> I will just say that... Devastating. This is a devastating story, and I can't even believe that it happened to both of us, kind of. Yeah, it did. It was so bad. It was the first night I was staying in my new Boston apartment in the North End, and we... I think you and I had, like, gone out for the night, and we got home, like, early in the morning, like, 2 a.m. or something, mm. and went to bed, and Robin was sleeping on the futon in my living room with a window open. Overlooking an air shaft. Yeah, there was an air shaft in the middle of the building, really old building, the whole neighborhood is, and the window was open, so it was a hot night. The next morning we leave, and there's just caution tape everywhere, (laughs) and apparently that night, a woman, I won't give details about who, but a woman had gone up into the roof and jumped into the air shaft and died. Mm -hmm. And... We don't know when this happened, but either of these two things is true. Either Robin and I walked home and passed by the alleyway where if we had looked inside of it, we Mm. would have seen this woman's body and we just didn't see it. Or in the night while Robin was sleeping in the open window, she whooshed past, past the open window and died. And it's... For sure, one of those things is true. (laughs) One of those things is absolutely true, and neither are good. And I, it breaks my heart to think about. It was so upsetting that, and also, I mean, I remember my mom was there and also was like, "What is going on?" It was really bad. It was so bad. It was really, really, really bad. Yeah. Well. Oh. Oh. Not to be insensitive and just immediately switch to another story. <laughs> sure. I mean, we've I've dealt I've thought about this like every day since I was eighteen years old. Yeah. So, um, but speaking of old houses and old places that we can stay, uh-huh. recently available real estate we found out about <gasps> this week. Oh, my dream home! <sighs> Great Gardens Great is up for gardens. sale, you guys. And if you help us make our dreams come true. I will sing in a warbling old Ugh. Kennedy woman voice to you. Yeah. She I can do it. I love Grey Gardens, you guys. It's my dream to live there. And for a sheer I wanna 17 mil. A cool 17 mil. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to destroy it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bring in raccoons. Why did they breed cats. Exactly. Why did they fill the pool? Why did they have to make sure it was a livable place? I will do place? everything I can to make sure that place is restored to its former disgust. I would have put $17 million into that property had they not fixed it. Yeah, I'd be like, give me this time capsule. Yeah. As long as the cats and the raccoons come with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sold. And you and I together as mm-hmm. a dynamic duo of two yeah. insane ladies? Yeah. We could definitely you make sure that, that happens. You know still the room where the two women had their twin beds? They've kept it as a bedroom with two twin beds. Oh, my God. So perfect. It's a dream. Ugh. Guys, start sending the checks now. You can PayPal us. Mm-hmm. You can Venmo us. You mm-hmm. can do whatever needs to be done to make sure we get to our home. Because it's the Someday. only place we'll feel comfortable. Honestly, yeah. I feel like it's destiny. Yeah. I'm not sure if we're, like, real Hamptonites yet, but neither were <laughs> we'll they. We'll get so there. We'll get there. Um, Steph is holding a 
um, collegiate level <laughs> textbook right now that appears to be at least 300 pages long. I surely am. And it's I'll called, what is it? The Encyclopedia of Ghosts and Spirits. And it's got third edition. a lot of post-it notes. <laughs> it's marking pages yeah. where she's, you know, It's 564 off. pages oh long. Oh my god. And uh, it's a really great read. Yeah, it looks I'll tell like you. it. By Rosemary Ellen Guiley? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Um, great cover on it. I see some twisted haunted trees like the apple orchard from Wizard of Oz. It's got like a skull ghost and a variety of other types. Mm-hmm. Just terrorizing a man, as they should. I'm sure he deserves Ooh, it. Speaking of, our friends Dan and Sarah went to Greenwood Cemetery today. and I, I went- used to live right there. Oh, well, Dan sent me a photo of the craziest looking grave I've ever seen, which I am going to pull up now. It is a, like, Dementor slash Ring Wraith (gasps) made of copper, (gasps) I think. And it's just, like, green patina. I want this. And it's just a terrifying, like, death shroud ghost cowering over the grave. I want this. Imagine in your will being like, okay, I'm leaving this, but also, okay, I'm going to just, like, draw a quick sketch of what I want my grave to look like. Um, oh my god! Like, I want it to be tasteful, but I also want it to be the scariest thing anyone's ever. This seen. is going right onto my inspiration board for when I die. Yeah. Wow, I love this. Mm-hmm. Also, this is kind of apropos because guess what ghosts I'm doing? <gasps> Tell me. A banshee. <laughs> We're doing the banshee. Oh my god, at last. The banshee is my favorite ghost mm-hmm. slash regular type of spirit. Ghoul slash wraith. Um, oh, God, do I love a banshee. Mm-hmm. Especially because, you know, we've got a brown here, we've got a Fagin here. <laughs> We're the Irish, Irish gals. Oh, my God, what is that post-it note? There's post-it notes. Post-it notes inside post-it notes. These are my reminder <laughs> notes. Oh, I cannot uh, wait. This post-it note says, Puka, as if I would forget. Yeah, who when, could? Yeah, when mom heard one, which is oh, also something I won't forget. Oh, my God. Darby O'Gill. And the Little People, the yep. best film. Yeah, Um. actually, this is probably against the law, but I kind of do want to show. So the first the first time I knew about a, a, a banshee was through Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Guys, if you have not seen this movie... Oh my god! I'm. I think I'm. The ninety nine percent sure we've talked about this already, but for go sure, see it. It's really good. Go see it. It stars it's Sean Connery and an old man whose name I don't remember. <laughs> um, also, I'm going to play this, and I don't care if we get sued. Okay. Because this is how I would pronounce Banshee, and this is Banshee? how Darby, the Banshee. There she is. The Banshee. <laughs> Yep. This movie really formed, like, the foundation of how I feel about ghosts. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is is the one. This is definitely the film. Oh, side note, that festival that's going on outside my house, Mm -hmm. um, last night I walked through it and discovered, I guess they've been here for all three to four weeks of the festival, a trailer full of tiny little ponies. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> I stopped. They're Shetland ponies? They're like little baby ponies. Oh. And I, I like screeched and stopped and petted them for probably too long. Oh my god. Anyway. That's amazing. Side note. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to. So on St. John's Road, we have new neighbors mm-hmm. in Connecticut. 
and I was walking the dogs, and I was like, hi, neighbor. And she goes, I love your dogs. And I was like, oh, I see you have one, too. How sweet. And she goes, yeah, and I have a pig. <gasps> and I was like, stop. And I tied up Baron Winnie, and I was like, I got to hold this pig. And she handed this pig to me. Her name's Emily. She's, get like, about this big, and she'll never get out. bigger. Are you kidding and me? And she's all pink, and I held her, and she's so sweet. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, so <laughs> I now have I have a best it. friend. Yeah, you can come with me next time. <gasps> Wow. I told the lady I made her a day. Oh, and she she was like, uh, it's not for eating. And I was like, of course, of course oh. it's not for eating. Oh. What? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, but anyway, heart. new friend. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. Let me learn. For those who don't know, a banshee is, well, it's an Irish ghost, I'd say. I actually don't know anything about the banshee, so I'm excited to Oh, learn. my gosh. So... It's Irish, Scottish, but mainly Irish, I think. Um, the Banshee, I'm reading from this encyclopedia, by the way, as mm-hmm. my source, and I have a couple others I'll share as well. It is a female death omen spirit of Ireland and Scotland that attaches itself to families. Mm-hmm. And this is something I didn't know. It atta- didn't Some know people that. say it's just like any old Irish person has one, mm-hmm. but some people say that if you are of a, the clan... Mac, rest of the name, or O, apostrophe, rest of the name, or yeah. Fitz, rest of the name, okay. then you're m- more likely to have, like, a family what? banshee. Is there and a reason? I think because they're just, like, the older, more legit Irish people. I have no idea, really. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Oh, I think it also might have to do with the county that you lived in. Um, or, like, the family... Maybe they were just big houses, big clans in Ireland, yeah. and, and like, other families are, like, derivative of them. Okay. I know that for me, my family name used to be O'Fagan, and my grandma's last name was O'Brien, so I'm fucked. Yeah. Or am I? Because I well, think, after this research, I think it's good to have a banshee. What? All right. I'll explain. It. Yeah. Um, it basically, she's a harbinger of death. It's a she? It's gotta be. It's gotta be a she. Are you saying that because it's a banshee? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying it because it's always a woman. Oh, and all right. And they think that it's associated with. So there's this tradition of keening when yes. somebody dies, mm-hmm. and it's usually a woman that does this. And there's can people, you explain briefly to people what keening is? Yes, keening is a wailing slash like singing soul slash um. Yeah, it's like a song, wail, yelling, screaming, but it's in mourning, yeah. and it's it's grieving for someone who has died, mm-hmm. and it's a really common practice, and there are actually, like, top keeners. Wait, really? In Ireland that are, like, hard to book. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to break into the biz, if you've got a really great whale, there's definitely room in the business for Sometimes it. Sometimes I feel like a great whale. Oh, girl. <laughs> Sorry, oh. keep going. <laughs> Um, don't say that about yourself. So there are other variations of Banshee. Um, sometimes it's, so it's spelled most commonly B-A-N-S-H-E-E, but then you could also spell it B-E-A-N space S-I, B-N-C. B-N-C? B-N-C. I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, and there's two different kinds that people see. Some of the time... She's beautiful. She has long streaming hair, Mm -hmm. wearing a gray cloak over like a green dress. That's some of the time. 
She also appears all in white, all in red, and her eyes are just red, Mm -mm. and that's supposed to be from crying for the dead. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or about the soon-to-be-departed. So the Banshee, one big thing about her is that she doesn't cause death, Mm -hmm. and she can't bring death. Okay. She just... Portends? She just... uh, tells you yeah she's trying to tell you and in the olden days before you could like you know text send a letter (laughs) uh call people you send your ghost to tell somebody what would happen is like if somebody was like on the battlefield Mm -hmm. or if somebody was miles and miles and miles away to their their loved ones their family would like a banshee would appear see or hear a banshee and be like oh i think something's wrong And then they would get news. It's really sad. I know. But to me, and a lot of people think that... it's also a nice service. Yeah. A lot of people think that having a banshee is kind of like, it's some kind of a guardian. Yeah. And that she's in communication with the other world, which is what Irish call the afterlife, or I Mm -hmm. guess used to. And that she's wailing and telling you because she can't, it's inevitable and she can't fix it or do anything about it. Mm -hmm. But you are her, like, her family. Aww. And she's letting you know. So she makes noise? She keens aloud? She keens like a motherfucker. Yeah. She, um, yeah. When you see a banshee, you'll, you're probably going to hear a banshee there, before you see a banshee. Oh, girl. I know. Wait, are there videos on YouTube or anything? I didn't. Like, real banshee caught on tape. I didn't find any, and it just seemed like ladies with wet hair screaming. Yeah. Um, I think that. The interesting thing about it is that this is a ghost you're not likely to catch on video because it's, I think, like, immediately the people who it who it See comes it? to, like, they, they kind realize, of know what's yeah. happening. And they're not interested in, like, this is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody like, wants no. to do that. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, too, that Banshee sightings are way down, I think, because of technology. <laughs> Because you can just like sure. tell who's di- who's dying. I don't know, Aww. but Banshee sightings way down. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like iPhones replacing the again. Banshee. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they warn a family of coming death. Um, most commonly heard singing or crying, um, but is infrequently actually seen. Okay. So the keening is the what keening. Gives them away. Yes, but they have been seen many, okay. many a time. Um, when seen, she appears as a woman singing, as a shrouded woman wearing a veil, mm-hmm. as a flying figure in the moonlight, wow. crying bitterly. Oh, no. The same. cry reportedly is so mournful that it is unmistakably the sound of doom. No! Yeah, I know. Oh, I should talk about actually how the Banshee can also look. So sometimes she's like a nice, beautiful lady. Yeah. Other times, it's an old hag. Oh, no. Who, she, they call her Little Washer by the Ford. <laughs> yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Um, and she's believed to be the spirit of someone who died a premature death, death in childbirth. So that's real specific. Oh, yeah. Um, whose spirit must continue washing clothes until it is the time of, for her natural it's destined so death. Sad. I know. Wow. Um, she's usually small and dressed in green. Um, she's not beautiful. I think she dip, she's shown as like an old woman. So maybe like probably my height. <laughs> 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 she has just one nostril. No. 
a large a large protruding front tooth, red webbed feet, and this is gross, kind of or cool, I don't know, long pendulous breasts. <laughs> And the person who is courageous enough to suck a breast is believed to be granted a wish by the spirit and become a foster it. child. <laughs> you, want, you want to go by the if Ford? If I get a wish? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'll do anything for a wish. And be her foster child. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, yeah. Until her. That's like a, a, a small bonus, but like. Yeah, can, you don't know what kind of perks that includes. All right, well, we'll take you to the Ford and we'll find a little washer Seven by the Ford. Titties. Washer by the Ford. Wow. Yeah. So another cool thing. So the Banshee, even though it originates in Ireland, they go where you go. So they're like here in America because of immigration Mm -hmm. and they follow you. They follow their families. So, I mean, there have been sightings in the mid-Ohio Valley. (laughs) Sightings in, yep. Um, West Virginia. Okay. Yeah, there's been a bunch. Just those two places, though. Those are the ones that are listed in in this book. Mm -hmm. Um, And in each of those cases, what accompanied that sighting was... I'm going to switch to another article because this is really important. Mm -hmm. The Death Coach. (gasps) Yeah. I know of this one. The Death Coach is really cool. The Lore of the Puka. The Lore of the Puka. So that's related, too. So the Death Coach, like I said, the Banshee can't actually cause death, but... She can summon the death coach. It's, and it's not like a baseball coach. No. It's not someone coaching you about Sadly. what death is. Um, so she can summon it. It's her responsibility to. The death coach is... It's basically just a horse and buggy. Yeah. Drawn by a phantom horse. Drawn by a phantom horse. It's a harbinger of death as well. It warns of imminent death. To either oneself or to a close relative. If you, uh, most stories are that you'll hear the sound of a coach mm-hmm. at a time or in a place where there just could not possibly be one. Now, coming. do you get to choose whether or not you go into it? No. No? And also, if it, I think it's less of a thing that arrives and more of a thing that, like, if I were to hear it, uh huh, it's already too late. No, it may mean that someone I know or is close to me is dying somewhere else. Oh, God. Right. Yeah. Or if, if I hear it passing by, it may mean that I am going to die soon. Gee, which one would scare you less? Seeing a banshee, seeing slash hearing a banshee or seeing slash hearing a death coach? I don't think in this day, I don't think that I would like either. <laughs> but I think that Fair. for me... In the now time, I don't know. I think that I would be more likely not to know it was a banshee scream and to be like, this is New York City. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's true. Um, but but I then to hear like a clopping of hooves and... See, I like the sound of a, a, a clonking hoof. But that's the one that I would be like... Oh, yeah, that's the death coach. Yeah, but at least I'd be like, well, at least I'm getting a cool hallucination in before I die. That's 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 true. Also, if I could really get inside the coach, that'd be cool. I know. I want to see it. I, I want to see it, too. It is the driver of the coach is said to be the headless horseman. Shout called out. the Dullahan. I think I'm pronouncing that right. That's my husband. That's my husband. This guy is mentioned by Yeats in his collection, Folktales of Ireland. A great read for all. Beautiful. Um, it also says, as portrayed in the film Darby O'Gill and the Little People. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Really good. 
Really good movie. Such a um, classic. Also, I, I was reading about Pukas, mm-hmm. and Pukas, I didn't even know this, but Pukas, the way that you and I think about them, are just horses that draw the death coach. Are they skeleton horses? They don't have to be, but they're shapeshifters, and they can Ooh. be anything. What? They can be a goat. They can be a person. They can be, um, there's a play called Harvey what? where there was a giant rabbit companion for this kid first, and it's called a puka. I think that they can be You know that many I saw things. a spirit goat last week, Yeah, right? that's true. Do you think it was a puka? I don't think so. Because they're we'll mischievous see. and malevolent, and that was a pregnant goat that befriended it was a, you. It was so. a friend, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that that was a puka. Okay, cool. But a puka, I think it would only make sense that they were the horses that drove it's, that chariot yeah. to death. It's fucked up that they can be a person, because then it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could be anyone. <laughs> it could be anyone. What if it's somebody you've known your whole life? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What if it's just like a friend? Like, yeah, I thought that like she was my friend. It turned out she was just a puka it that tricked me puka. for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> and she transformed into a goat and ran off. <laughs> she scuttled away. Yeah. Keening into the night. Oh my god. It's so funny. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry. Keep going. No. 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 I was you gonna go. say Caroline, my my roommate and friend. Um, is very Irish, mm-hmm. and she's spoken about how she firmly believes that the Kennedy family is cursed because they, like, ancestrally, somewhere in, back in their history, uh, their family cut down a fairy fort in Ireland to build on that land, yeah. I believe that. Yeah. That's real. You don't fucking cut down a fairy fort. Don't cut down a fairy fort. Are you kidding me? Fairies are also not nice. No. They're going to get you. That's their whole thing, dude. Their whole thing is to get you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Ireland's great. I, I love, love it, it. I'm trying to find this really cool, um, there you go, article about one of the first uh, banshees. No, because oh, okay. there's... There are a couple, like, name, like, specific banshees that people know about. Heavy hitters. Oh, yeah. Back in, like, the 10 hundreds, 1,000s. <laughs> I don't know. Before times. Yeah. 10 hundreds is a word, right? I don't think so. Uh, no, just called olden times. Back in olden times. I'm trying to, it was, like, 1023 or something that this, that there it is. Can't right. be a real time. Um, I don't mean, maybe. 1014 no. is when this is from. Nothing before She's called 1700 was real. Ipill and the Worship of the Banshees. It's, her name is spelled A-I-B-H-I-L-L. And at one point, they were worshipped as goddesses. Ooh, I love that. I love that, too. One of the most famous banshees is Ibill, who I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. The ghost that haunted Crag Lyath and the House of Cass. She was the one, as if we know this story, she was the one that yeah. appeared to Brian Boro oh, in 1014, 10, telling him that he wouldn't walk from the battlefield that he led his men onto that Good Friday. Ooh, yeah. yikes. The tradition of the Banshee had been around for hundreds of years, even before this. Although we're not sure exactly when or how it started, we do know that the Banshee Katabova, Katabodva, yep, was worshipped as a goddess of war. For the Gauls in the early 5th century. Oh, wow. As for Abel, the one that I was, or Abel, I don't know. That's pretty. I'm going to go with Abel. Who became a queen among, among the banshees, <gasps> holding court over 25 what? other ghosts that foreshadow death. 
for those living in in County Clare. So those gorgeous. It's beautiful. In the days of the great clans, each one was said to have its own banshee. Like I said, Mm -hmm. I guess there's one called. It's spelled E E V U L, which can't be anything but evil. I mean, does feel like that's (laughs) evil. Yeah, maybe evil. Evil. Um. Was ruled over court, was a lower-ranking ghost, and served as the O'Brien family. Nice. One, so she might be mine. <laughs> I hope so. I hope she so. sounds great. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's all it says, but there's, like, ancient banshees, I guess, had a much different way of delivering their messages as well. Instead of just screeching? Instead of, instead of just screeching, they did that thing... Of washing, like, the little washer by the ford. Yeah. They did that, but it was washing blood (gasps) out of clothing or washing the blood off a severed head. Ooh. So that's how you could tell, like, oh, that seems like, seems like somebody (laughs) met Dassin. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now, can you gain anything (sighs) from just, like. Touching the boob of that one, or... No, no, I don't even think that they're out to be touched. Oh. I don't think that they're there. They're out to be touched. <laughs> out to be touched. I don't think they're being presented. I don't think it's, yeah, there's no in, in, invitation there. Only the Don't crones. just go, like, always, assaulting the banshees. It's just the crones. It's just the crones with their pendulums. Yeah. Well, yeah. either way, I mean, you try, yeah. you try and touch anybody mm-hmm. you kind of deserve what happens to you unless it's a crone unless it's a crone unless it's a crone rich true do you want to hear some specific stories of course. Do you some time yeah okay so one of them is a pretty famous one oldest and best known banshee stories <laughs> is that related yes <laughs> i wish <laughs> is that related to the memoirs of lady fanshawe Ooh. Ooh, i like that name in 1642, her husband, Sir Richard, and she chanced to visit a friend, the head of an Irish sect. So many things I don't understand about that sentence. But Lots of beautiful or yeah. words that mean nothing Who to resided me. in his ancient baronial castle, surrounded by a moat. At midnight, she was awakened by a ghastly and supernatural scream. <laughs> and looking out of bed, beheld in the moonlight a female face <gasps> and part of the form hovering at the window. <gasps> The distance from the ground, as well as the circumstances of the moat, excluded the possibility that what she beheld was of this world. Right. The face was that of a young and rather handsome woman, but pale, and the hair, which was very reddish, was loose and disheveled. The dress, which Lady Fanshawe's terror did not prevent her remarking accurately, was that of the ancient Irish. This apparition continued to exhibit itself for some time and then vanished. What, they just, like, looked at each other for a while? I guess. Vanished with two shrieks. (laughs) That's how I like to leave a party. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, In the morning, with infinite terror, she communicated to her horse, horse, (laughs) horse, listen. (laughs) Come here, I got something to say. (laughs) To her host, which she had witnessed and found him prepared not only to credit, but to account for the superstition. Quote, a near relation of my family expired last (laughs) night in this castle. Oh, no. We disguised our certain expectation of the event from you. Wait, the, hold up. The castle's so big that somebody just fucking died and it's not a big deal? I'm sure. Those things are huge, man. All right. Gigantic. Uh, lest it, we disguised our certain expectation of the event from you, lest it should throw a cloud over the cheerful reception. We didn't want to ruin your Which day. was your due by, like, you know, my family's dying. Sorry, Sorry, my friend died. Now before such an event happens in the family or castle... 
The female specter whom you have seen is always visible. She is believed to be a spirit of a woman of inferior rank. Aww, Excuse me. That's not Whom cool. one of my ancestors degraded himself by marrying. Excuse me. Um, fuck you. What the hell? Also, yeah, she d- deserves to haunt you. And whom afterwards to expiate the dishonor done to his family caused him to be drowned in the moat. Oh, well. Damn. Dang. Yeah, so that's one where Jeez. imagine waking up and being like, I just saw a crazy thing. And they're like, they're like, oh, yeah, sorry like, to see that. I didn't want to freak you out, but yeah. yeah. Do you know that, um, I mean, the idea of just shrieking makes me think of, have you ever heard this? I'm sure the sound of a fisher cat. Oh, yeah. Uh, in college once, my friend Amy and I called 911 because we heard what sounded like a woman shrieking in the woods and then getting, like, cut off. <gasps> so it was like, ah! Like That's that. That's a fisher. And so we called 911 and the police came and they were like, you girls ever heard a fisher cat? And we were like, no, but, like, this was for sure somebody being murdered. And they were like, yeah, we're not even going to go check because that's a fisher cat. <laughs> and we were like, this is not, this isn't right. Like, you have to go. There's somebody out there. And they were like, have a great night, girls. Oh, my God. Well, fisher cats are vicious. Yeah, they'll shoot them on sight. You got to. And I'm, only, I'm an animal lover. You got to. Because they're going to come <laughs> for you. They're going to come for you. Yes. You gotta do it. If nothing else, they'll hurt your ears by just never, never not screaming. Never not screaming. It's really bad. Oof. Tell me another banshee tale. Okay, cool. I'm gonna look it up. I have them saved better on my phone. Wonderful. Um, they're good, right, though? I mean, I love a banshee. I, I too, like but them. now they, like, I didn't realize how sad they were. Yeah. Now, I also think I was conflating them a bit with Will-O-The-Wisps, which oh, I no, no. don't exactly know what those are either. Will-O-The-Wisps, I have to do more research on, but They're like those... bogs, lights, Um right? Yeah, and they, they lead you astray to your doom. Ooh, they shit. are not good. I love that, though. Yeah, you do not want to follow a Will-O-The-Wisp. Well, no one can stop me, and I'm That's sure bad news. if I had the chance. It's going to lead you right to the little washer by the Ford. Yeah, put that boob in my mouth yeah. and I wish. Yeah, <laughs> good trade. <laughs> yeah, it. why not? Um, when I was in Ireland, mm-hmm. um, I went to the beautiful town of Dingle. And Dingle. there's a famous dolphin there. I believe, I I always call him Fungi, but I think <laughs> it's pronounced Fungi. But anyway, they have a statue in the town square of him, and he's a celeb, and I love him. Dingle Dolphin. Dingle Dolphin. And they do tours every day. That's adorable. Do you want to hear a sad one? <laughs> yes. Okay. A few years ago, i.e. before 1894. A couple. A few years a ago. A couple years ago. A curious incident occurred in a public school in connection with the belief in the banshee. One of the boys happened, happening to become ill was at once placed in a room by himself where he used to sit all day. On one occasion, as he was being visited by the doctor, he suddenly started up from his seat and affirmed that he had heard somebody crying. Uh-uh. The doctor, of course, who could hear or see nothing came to the conclusion that the illness had slightly affected his brain. However, the boy, who appeared quite sensible, still persisted that he heard someone crying and furthermore said, It is the banshee, Oh, as I have heard it before. Oh, no. The following morning, boy. the headmaster received a telegram saying that the boy's brother had been accidentally shot dead. No. I know. I know, dude. No. So sad. So sad. Gentle boy. Gentle boy. 
Do you want to maybe do one more? Yeah, sure. Let's do one in America. Okay, great. So this example is the Banshee of Martown, West Virginia, a town with many Scottish immigrants. Oh. So this is a Scottish Banch um, (laughs) who arrived in the early 19th, 19th century. The Banshee... Obviously, shrouded figure with a white horse. Please, we know. Duh, come on. It first appeared to the founder of the town, Thomas Marr, a Scottish immigrant who arrived in 1836, and his wife, Mary. The Banshee announced Thomas Mary's death. The Mars, uh, Thomas Marr's death. The Mars ran a farm and, like many people, fell on hard times mm. during the Civil War. Yep. After the war, Thomas got a job as a night watchman on a bridge near Martown. Okay. On several occasions, Thomas Marr spotted the shrouded rider as he traveled to and from work. He could not make out the gender. It was a lady. Just letting you know. Though he thought it was a woman. Duh. The figure and horse always vanished as he approached them. Marr told... Normal stuff. Yeah, you know. (laughs) No concern. No. It's going to work. Normal, uh... Just going to my night Shrouded lady I see in the day. I see her all the time. (laughs) It's fine. Just ignore her. Marr told Mary about the mysterious figure. Probably, like, this woman's obsessed with me, and she, she keeps like, on following me to work. Are you cheating on me? Yeah. On February 5th, 1876, he went to work one night and never returned. No. While Mary waited for him, the shrouded figure <gasps> rode up to the farmhouse. Oh, fuck. No. And announced that Thomas was dead. What did it say? Thomas is dead. Thomas is dead. <laughs> the manner of his death is not known. Thomas is dead. vocabulary was just screaming. I hope it just screamed. I would love to know what its ah! voice sounds like. Thomas is dead, everyone. Yeah. When the Mary did. Yes, yeah. is unknown. Away <laughs> ah, I go. I love that. Thomas is dead. Away ah, ah! I go. Goodbye. <laughs> when Mary died at age 90, the shrieks of a woman were heard near her house where her corpse was laid out and the sounds of rattling chains came from the attic. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Another folktale comes from, oh, well, this is, like, just another one, but it sounds like they're all from all, all over the South, North Carolinas. South we got them everywhere. Fuck. We got them everywhere. Oh, wait. This one apparently ends on August nights when the moon is new and the rain crows. And the rain crow calls for rain. What is a rain crow? I don't know. The banshee is still said to rise up out of the mist where Warner was drowned and cry into the night. Where is that? Can we go for your birthday on August? Yeah, we definitely can. Well, I should at least say it looks like in this story, this man Warner was grinding grain (laughs) when five British soldiers arrived. He pretended not to see them and loudly announcing to his assistant, Try to save every precious ounce of the grain, my lad, and we'll deliver it to General Grain. I hate to think of those British hogs eating a single mouthful of gruel made from American corns. Come on. It's five against two. Overacting, man. Warner, you shouldn't have done it. You dummy. And I guess, uh, yeah, they, uh, they killed him. Yeah. <laughs> and this the Banshee is still mad times. about it to this day. Ugh, a lot of Civil War what Banshees. A shit show. Yeah, but that's that's the banch. That's that's her. It's She's so my girl. It's so scary and it's so sad. I love it. And if you watch Darby O'Gill again, mm-hmm. it kind of tracks because they yeah. did their banshee research. I'm sure. Because she comes and she just like will not leave them alone. Well, and aren't he's they like, like get, get out of here. here. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
she kind of like goes away a little and then like points to the sky and she's like, look, she's like, sorry, man, it's not my fault. The death coach is coming. Yeah, like, hey, like, I'm I just letting you know, I'm just as upset Doesn't as you. He, the reason I asked why, uh, whether or not you could ask to get in the death coach is because doesn't he switch places in that movie oh he gets right in the death coach Does, but isn't he like take me instead yeah i think it's not supposed to be him right it's supposed yes. to be his wife maybe no katie his daughter katie yeah yeah yeah. katie katie well yeah so he's then like, mary sean connery yeah he gets in it but that's the movies robin and i don't really know if that's real well if that's can really I don't, happen i don't know the agenda that big puka is pushing yeah. but <laughs> I'll believe what I want to believe. I love that. Oh, I just, I really, I'm torn between wanting to be friends with my banshee and never wanting to see my banshee. I don't think you could even see if you wanted to. Someone that I love is going away. Yeah. But I guess I am glad that she's near and she's also going to be sad. I guess. Like, I'm not the only one that'll be sad. It'll only, that will only be cool if you, if everybody you know dies and you've run out of friends and the only friend you have is a banshee. <laughs> is a banshee? That may not be too far from the truth. <laughs> also, I should mention that when someone of notable birth, someone like a big deal person Pr- in Princess Ireland. Princess Diana. Princess oh, Diana. No. Oh, God. England's Rose. I love her. When a, when a big wig, an Irish big wig <laughs> dies, a bunch of banshees cry. Oh, yeah. It's not uncommon to hear just so many banshees. And I heard that there was recently they had to move a big, like, graveyard that all belonged to this one family. Because they were just screeching banshees over it? Well, no. Oh. But because they moved it, people oh. across Ireland were like, I just heard a million banshees <laughs> all day long. <laughs> because Ooh. you're messing with these dead peoples. Oh so, God. yeah, I don't know. I love it. I love it as well. <gasps> I love and that I love banshee. Ireland. We should do a ghost tour of Europe. Oh, I'm, Ireland is full of spirits. Yeah, I love Mysticism it. Mysticism and fairies. I believed in fairies way too long. Fairy tale, a true story is a beautiful film, and I love it. I don't know that one. I have it on DVD. We can watch it right My now. My life is like a storybook story. It's as real as, it's as, real as, as the feel. feeling I feel. <laughs> Quoth. That song at the end of The Princess Bride. The best lyrics ever. (laughs) And that's what we will leave you with. That's what we'll leave you with. No real tips today, I guess. I mean, we can leave you with some. I mean, don't. I guess we'll learn more about A Will-O-The-Wisp someday, but I guess don't follow it. And if you see the death coach, let me know if the inside is velvet, because I bet it is. Yeah, I bet it's really posh. Tweet at me, at SpiritPod. Yep, or you can send us an email about whether... You know, maybe you've seen a banshee. Maybe yeah. you've um, been haunted by this. Maybe you met Salem a goat ghost. who was standoffish. If you've seen a po- a, a puka, yeah, we would like to know. If and you've it's been to Dingle and seen the dolphin. I would also like to talk. Oh, to the you. Dingle dolphin. Mm-hmm. Bungie. Uh, that it's that's the spirit podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. Thanks if you everyone. Have any ghost stories? Send them to us. Please do. Yeah. We can't get enough. I can't even believe that Megan had to live in that hospital dorm. Oof. Rough stuff. Man. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good night or morning or day. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That's my banshee cry. (laughs) 